You're listening to Be You with Jackie Moore. Hey y'all, happy Monday. Well, if you're listening to this on its release date, I guess. If you are, today is when most schools in Arkansas are starting back. So let's all pause to pray for that. Just a second. Uh, Jesus, would you bless today? Would you make your presence known to all of the students, teachers, and staff starting back? I pray your protection over them for the school year. I pray that those that are followers of you will be lights in their school this year. And I pray that you will have new followers at the end of this year, that people that don't know you right now as their Lord and Savior at this time next year will be walking in a relationship with you. I pray for your wisdom as we go throughout our day. And I pray that you help us this week all wake up to our alarms. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you know me, you can just keep praying all day that I will wake up to my alarm tomorrow without being cranky because that's the hardest part of the beginning of the school year for me is waking up to my alarm. So today, to get started, I want to talk about the downward spiral that is insecurity and comparison. And don't stop listening if you are a boy or if you think that you've heard a million and one sermons or talks on insecurity or comparison. A little known fact for you is that girls are not actually the only ones that struggle with identity issues or comparison or insecurity. And beyond that, it's not just teenagers. This may be surprising, but it's true. There are statistics out there that prove that boys and girls, teenagers and adults struggle with this. I'm not a numbers person, so I don't have those statistics. I didn't take the time to find them, but I know that they exist. Okay, so from personal observation, I'm aware. So just trust me. We tend to sometimes girls and guys differ in what we are comparing or where we're insecure, but it's still happening, even though it looks different. The core of it is that there's some insecurities there because of comparing ourselves to other people. I know this is a blanket statement, what I'm about to say, but typically girls tend to struggle with comparison from like a relational point of view or a relational standpoint. And guys tend to struggle with comparison from a work point of view or or an object's point of view. Again, I know that's a blanket statement, but um, I think that it, in my experience, it holds to be true. So I'm going to go through a quick scene to help you understand what I mean about how comparison works and how I think that we are comparing a lot more than we actually realize. And this constant comparison is really draining us and is really keeping us from being who we are created to be because I think we've come to a point where we don't even realize most of us when we're doing it. So I'm going to break down a scenario going to give you a couple A, couple B scenario to to help you see how someone in this situation might compare so that hopefully you can process on your own and ask the Holy Spirit, show me, Holy Spirit, where am I comparing? What do I need to confess to you so that I can walk in who I'm created to be? So stay with me. You're going to have to lock it in. So let's say that couple A goes to meet couple B 
for dinner. Okay, they meet in the parking lot. They're probably going to Chewy's because that's where you would go for dinner if you're eating out. And couple A notices that couple B got a new car. So couple A girl says, oh, you got a new car. That's fun. And couple B girl replies with, yeah, we just got it today, actually. I had no idea. He totally surprised me. It was crazy. Couple A boy then says, oh, cool. Did you get a good trade-in value on the old one? Couple B guy replies, yeah, and I paid cash for it, so I won't even have to make monthly payments. It's a pretty good deal. Couple A says in unison, that's awesome. End scene. Okay. This may seem just like a harmless, maybe you can think of this situation as maybe happened to you or a similar one, but let's break down what could potentially be happening on the inside, right? Under the surface of what's going on. So let's just focus on couple A specifically. They were the ones who do not have the new car. They're the ones asking questions and commenting. Okay, both people in couple A, let's assume, are comparing, but they are focused on different things. Couple A guy might be thinking, man, that's a nice car. I wish I could buy a car like that. How did he pay cash? Is he putting in extra hours? I wish my job was that good. So if couple A guy is thinking about that, he's focused on the object or the job, right? He's focused on how did he get that, but he's still comparing. Couple A girl might be thinking something along the lines of, wow, that's a nice car. And it was a surprise. Man, how'd she get so lucky? Her guy's always doing stuff like that for her. He is so sweet. He is always surprising her. My guy doesn't even surprise me with like a latte. I bet their relationship is perfect. I wish my relationship was that good. So she is focused on the people and their relationship. So the same scene, they're both comparing, but they're gonna maybe respond differently. She is going to be focused on their relationship and making their relationship better. And her husband is going to be focused on his job and working harder at his job. But the root reasons are because of comparison and pride and insecurity and jealousy, right? Both of them are comparing. It just looks a little different. And when they're doing this, neither of them are being who they were created to be. Because we're not created to work for things. We're not created to work to be better necessarily than the other person to one-up people. We are created to focus on Jesus, right? And to work for him. Jesus makes it clear that he gives us a task that is specifically designed for us. And he doesn't want us to worry about other people's tasks and what they were designed to be. Now, this is not to say that Jesus doesn't want us to be self-centered. And this is not to say that Jesus wants us to never help other people, right? In fact, part of the problem is when we're comparing, we are too focused on ourselves, right? Which is pride. Too much of us is focused on, on who we are or who we are not instead of focusing on Jesus. Notice that both genders in that scenario ended their hypothetical situation with, man, I wish my fill in the blank was that good. When our baseline foundation is on ourselves instead of on Jesus, then we are going to fall into comparison often. 
I said earlier that Jesus makes it clear that we're supposed to focus on him and the task that he has given us. And I'm going to tell you where I got that from. I got it from John chapter 21, verses 20 through 23. So right before these verses, we see Peter and Jesus talking. This is after Jesus has risen from the dead and he is about to ascend back into heaven and he's hanging out with his disciples one last time and he's just gotten through talking to Peter, telling him everything from like how he will die to making sure that Peter's focus is on him and he ends this with Peter, follow me. So Peter, naturally, since Jesus had just risen from the dead, looks at Jesus and says, of course, I will follow you. I will only focus on you and no one else, right? No, wrong. That's actually not what Peter does at all. Instead of that, which would, you know, we, th- we like to think we would respond that way since, you know, Jesus just rose from the dead. After Jesus tells him all of these things and then says, follow me, Peter responds differently. In verse 20, it says, Peter turns around and sees John. When Peter saw him, he said to Jesus, Lord, what about him? Jesus said, if I want him to remain until I come, what is that to you? As for you, follow me. So basically what happened there is Peter's talking to Jesus, talking to Jesus. Jesus has given him instruction. Jesus is telling him what he's going to do. And then Peter says, "Uh uh uh-huh, okay, but what about this guy back here? Is he going to have it better than me? Is he going to have it worse than me? Right? He is, Peter in this instance, is not focused on Jesus, but he is focused on himself in that he's comparing his life to John. What's going to happen with John? Is he going to have it better than me? Is he going to have to die the way that I die? Because I'm not sure if it's fair if he's not, right? There are multiple things that could be going through Peter's head. But it's clear that he's not thinking about who he was created to be. We need to be focused on the giver. Now, we are for sure going to want to learn from people. So I'm not saying that we can't look at other people and, and learn. And I talked about that in my last episode with Brie where I said that she resembles Jesus and how she is a friend to people and how she cares for people. And so I learn from her in that to be like Jesus. But the minute I start looking at only her and I look at her friendships and what those friendships look like and I start thinking, I want my friendships to be like that. Or I start doing what she's doing and then my friendships don't turn out like that. Then if I start to get upset, that's probably a good sign that my focus was actually on her and on me becoming like her instead of me becoming like Jesus, right? If we start desiring for our lives to look like other people's lives, then we're missing it, right? We are not to become other people. We are to become who God created us to be. And he creates each of us differently. So let's stop looking at each other through this lens of why can't I be like that or have what they have? And instead, let's look to Jesus, right? This goes both ways. We can look at people and we can think, man, they're awesome. If I could only have what they had, 
that would be great, right? That goes back to the scenario I talked about earlier. But we also do this when we look at other people and we say, man, I'm glad I'm not that guy, right? Like some person gets chewed out for something that they didn't do, you know, with going back to junior high sports or high school sports, like the kid that gets yelled at by the coach, was everyone else thinking, man, I'm glad I'm not that guy, right? But what are you doing there? You're comparing yourself, whether you're wanting to be like them or not, your still focus is horizontal and not on the right thing. You need to be focused vertically and on who Jesus is. He renews our minds. He opens our eyes. He gives us a new lens. Then we can look at others once we've looked at him through the lens that he has given us. So then instead of trying to be like them, we are trying to be just like him. We are trying to encourage and edify. We're trying to learn from, we're trying to love other people. Let's be who we were actually created to be. Let's not be who other people were created to be.